0: Welcome to Startup Nation Voices, a podcast of Startup Nation Mentorship and the World Jewish Congress. Startup Nation Mentorship pairs extraordinary college student leaders with top Israeli industry and government mentors. We currently operate on 20 campuses in six continents, and enable students to develop meaningful, lasting relationships with Israelis who are in the center of the dynamic global economy and hub of innovation. In Voices, we bring on top Israeli and international leaders to share a deeper look into their industry and personal background, exploring the importance of mentorship and partnership with Israel. I'm Adam Shapiro, the founder and chairman of Startup Nation Mentorship.
1: I'm Dean Meyer, um, investment analyst at OutCrowd, uh, currently Israel's most active venture capital fund. Um, so let's just start. I guess, uh, first of all, it's such a privilege um, to welcome Nate Meyer, at stage one ventures on Startup Nation Voices. Nate, thank you so much for joining us today. We're super excited to have you on. Thank you. My
2: pleasure to be here. Thanks for uh, hosting this and organizing of course.
1: For sure. Um, I think, look, let's jump straight into it. Uh, We have a couple of questions. Uh, Firstly, I want to just ask you, um, we could talk about your vast experience for hours. So I think it would be great if you could just summarize your your background.
2: Sure. So um, I just recently returned to this industry, uh, the venture capital industry in Israel, um, after a short stop at the uh, global corporate called uh, Amazon, AWS. Um, and before that, at a startup which I invested in uh, previously, I actually so so my, my background I in the military I wasn't in one of the intelligence units or anything of the sorts I was an inf- infantry officer uh, mainly running on hills um, so, and I did that for four and a half years then went to school. Uh, in school, I studied law and accounting, and knowing uh, in the back of my head that all I want to do is uh, be part of this ecosystem, the technology ecosystem, the entrepreneurial ecosystem here in Israel, and uh, uh, found my way into this ecosystem. By actually, the funny part is that I, uh, in the first year of school, I was an uh, evening guard in in Pitango, one of the largest uh, uh, VCs in Israel. Um, and uh, this, this was my first step in the, the VC ecosystem. And then later on, I joined uh, Vintage as an analyst. Uh, still, still at school, still while at school, they uh, gave me an opportunity to join the team. Um, been there for two years. Vintage is a large fund of fund and a secondary investment investor in Israel. Uh, now they're also doing direct investments into late stage companies. I was there uh, until I uh, joined a program in IDC called Zell Entrepreneurship Program. It's a program for, uh, for, it's a part of the academy, but it's also, you're supposed to start real companies. Um, And at some point in the middle of the program, I understood that I can't be, you know, in all places at once. So I left Vintage to focus 100% on my my startup. uh we we started a startup in the mobile communication uh, space uh this was the uh, first days of 3g um, networks we wanted to offload traffic from the networks it was a known uh, problem about network congestion um after a few months uh, talking to operators, we decided that we, we are not the right team and this is not the right market for us. We we stopped working on the startup. And this is how I came to meet uh, Adam Fisher from Bessemer, joined uh, Bessemer as an associate, was there for two years, um, and uh, invested in, in some companies, the last of which was Oryx Vision, a company in the autonomous vehicle space. Um, a company that I was lucky enough to join. Joined it as uh, the, the basically the business guy doing business development. Was there for three and a half years. We raised 50 million dollars additional to the 17 million dollars raised in the uh, Bessemer round, and um, we grew to 50 people. And we crashed into a wall. Uh, we shut down the company with uh, 40 million dollars in the in the in the bank. And uh, that's when I joined AWS, Uh, that was the role before stage one. Um, And I joined stage one about a month and a half ago as a principal, as you just said, Uh, maybe a few words about stage one, stage one is a seed fund investing in uh, early on in Israeli companies or Israeli related companies doing deep tech uh, for enterprises or large businesses um and we want to meet new entrepreneurs working on uh, exciting things so if anybody anybody's listening then uh, feel free to reach out
0: amazing thank you for walking us through your background quite extraordinary and uh i guess when we look at when we when we take a look at you know your career it's been uh very exciting a lot of changes but what really strikes me during this time is that you, know, you left Amazon return to the venture capital principal side investing space during a pandemic so I'm curious what was it like taking a new job during a pandemic
2: so I think this this question really uh, it has two parts a who lives amazon in, in, in such time and and b uh, how is it to start a new job at, in, in a pandemic and I would like to address the two so so Aws and I in particular and amazon in general these are great organizations uh it's a fast-paced environment you know it's a they have the market dominancy um, but for me personally i was looking to to put my skills to work in the best way there is uh, where my passion lies and uh, you know it's a bit cliche to talk about passion but uh but I think you know people shine or, or they are yeah, they come in their best to work when, when, when they're doing what they love. And um, I felt that uh, early stage company growing, nurturing and working with young entrepreneurs, young founders, uh, that's where I can uh, take whatever I learned in, in these uh, you know, I just described my background so Whatever I learned in in those years and put put it into work, and that's that's the reason I left. Uh, doing this in pandemic times, it's definitely not easy. You know, you you don't have the privilege to come to the office every day and meet everybody and be in sync with everybody. I highly recommend for people who start and move between jobs that these days to try and set. You know, we are always in Zoom meetings um but try to set times with everybody on in the office to to have some cadence of, of zoom meetings with everybody in the office so they know at least who you are well, what you're working on who you are in your personal life not just uh as a uh you know new uh, recruit a new employee in, in their company so you you are able to be part of the team because it's uh at the end of the day it's about people and people working together uh it goes, uh, it, it, you know, it's it's it works that way in VC. It works that way in when we invest in companies, and it works uh, the same way when companies decide to buy different products, different uh, 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 services from other companies, or even buy companies. That's that's at the end of the day, it's it's about the people.
1: Really, really, really interesting. Um, that brings me to, I guess. For me, the, the coolest question, um, I'd love to get your take on this, but can you, can you tell us more about the Israeli startup ecosystem um, and why you think we're seeing an increase in US VC activity um, in recent years?
2: Well, it's not a secret that the Israeli market attracted uh, foreign money um, in the last two to three decades, um, but I think what's happening now um, or in recent years. Um, and and that and the, we see a continuous trend of, of more and more US and foreign money in general coming into the Israeli uh, venture capital and, and uh, private equity ecosystem is the, the shift in the market that's happening um, from companies being, you know, startups being sold. At 100 million dollars, uh, or sort of that that size of an exit to uh, what what we like to call here the scale-up nation uh, from from the startup nation. So companies are learning to build large businesses. Uh, we've seen companies that have grown based from Israel, headquartered in Israel, like Wix. Uh, this is the, you know the, the major example, but we see others, Monday, and others. Building real businesses coming from Israel, from Tel Aviv. So there's a lot of uh, uh, or density of experience of, co- of people who saw companies growing and actually building real businesses, and that's the sweet pot- spot for for uh, for uh, uh, U.S. based funds, uh, sometimes funds that do not have the uh, access to the high flying deals in the Valley. Uh, and here they can gain access pretty easily, and I think that the price environment price environment of deals is still very attractive compared to other markets uh, but it's it's also getting tight you know uh we uh, valuations are getting high um and uh we'll see how the covid uh, uh will affect that but uh, we've seen the prices going out here as well
0: very interesting so in terms of, you know, you know, as a venture capitalist now, what industries do you truly believe will have the most growth in the next two to five years?
2: Thanks for that. So, so my role is actually to think of what interest, industries will see the most growth in, in seven to ten years um, because we are a seed fund investing very early on. Um, and that's really what keeps me uh, busy. Uh, I think that two trends that I, you know, uh, we we see more and more, and we have ad- identified, and you know, we're not the first to talk about this, but definitely, uh, we live, as Israelis we have advantages in those two spaces. Is a the abundance of ML in production? Uh, so we see machine learning in production being more. More and more these days, and uh, we see, we see a lot of uh, startups uh, trying to tackle these areas. Uh, you know, the the over the last three years, uh, three major changes have made machine learning approachable to to even individual engineers, not just you know large companies. It's the uh, the development of uh, workflows uh, that uh, uh, PyTorch PyTorch, for instance, or TensorFlow that. Uh, that uh, engineers can just leverage uh, easily. Um, the open sourcing of of uh, things and research that has been done in large companies like uh, um, OpenAI, that that we all know, Facebook and Google have also open sourced some of their work. and and the release of uh, machine learning infrastructure tooling uh, like uh, the the Cortex and and Amazon SageMaker. So uh, these three uh, major changes in in the recent years have made machine learning, it's not commoditized yet, but it's much easier to implement. Uh, And with that ease of implementation uh, comes the challenge to manage it, just like uh, software uh, Ten years ago was uh, becoming more harder and harder to to manage, and and we've seen a lot of startups addressing the DevOps area. We will see uh, a lot of startups, and and we'll see uh, companies starting to gain business in the machine learning operations area, and that's something def- definite definite definitely an area of the market that I'm focused on. Um, another area, um, uh, and is it's somewhat related. Uh, is, you know, the cloud everything. So given uh, the digital transformation that is happening in the world, uh, we see more and more organizations and more parts of the organizations becoming cloud-dependent. Being cloud-dependent means that not only the engineers or the developers in the organization have to understand cloud, Um, it's something that uh, different stakeholders within the organization have to understand, like for instance, the uh, uh, CFO, uh, which now cloud in many organizations became the second largest uh, expenditure after a headcount. And in some organizations, it's even the largest expenditure before headcount. So uh, we see that as an opportunity for people who are uh, kind of uh, mitigate the gap, the knowledge gap between the people who aren't used to, to deal with uh, with cloud terminology, cloud uh, uh, knowledge, uh, to be, be able to gain insight into that, whether it's within observability or just uh, management tools that are addressing different topics, not just the development, the DevOps side.
1: Interesting. That's... Uh... Super interesting. I guess that leads to a final question is, um, what advice would you give to current college students who aspire to be successful venture capitalists?
2: Uh, great question. Um, so people talk about curiosity and being curious about stuff and, and uh, being able to learn quickly. Uh, I I also want to talk about uh, something else, which is, uh, the ability to challenge uh, other other people's views uh, and your own view on something, and being being able to constantly adapt to new ideas. Not it's not just being curious. It's about being able to change your mind uh, or uh, uh, learn how to challenge uh, uh, common beliefs um, um, that. And, and to identify that before others. So it's it's an exercise that you can do with yourself, reading stuff, reading stuff that you know, if you're a student, you're probably reading a lot of stuff that your teachers are giving you to read and try to challenge, challenge everything that you, you're being told to read and, and think about, oh, how can I think about this thing that I'm reading right now differently or from a different angle? And try to combine uh, different uh, areas of focus into, uh, uh more holistic view uh, because as a vc i just had a conversation a few hours ago with with uh, uh, an entrepreneur start studying uh, her venture um and you know i told her i expect the entrepreneurs to know more than me in every single topic that i'm i'm looking at because i have to look at a lot of topics so uh gaining that holistic view on on many many topics is something that is crucial for someone who's who wants to uh, become a VC?
0: Absolutely. I couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. And uh, with that, Nate, I, I mean, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a real honor getting to speak with you and have you share your unique wisdom and experience with our audience who are comprised of people with a passion for global engagement. I personally hope to make it back to your beautiful country as soon as possible, but I hope you and Dean, of course, continue to enjoy its fruits, sun, and beach in the meantime. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks so much, guys.